That's the way it goes. On Lacrosse Talk PM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, and right here online at WICMnews.com. I'm Mike Hayes. I'm your Monday guy. Although last Monday I was on my way back from Michigan. My mom's funeral was on Saturday. Thank you very much for all of you who sent thoughts. I appreciate that. So did she. The uh, ceremony was fabulous. If you ever have, I know, uh, funerals are way down my list of things that I want to attend, ever. Uh, um, but my mom's and my dad's uh, were uh, both <laughs> very important to me, so I attended. Uh, one of my sisters and I put most of it together. She did most of the work, she and her son. I kind of emceed, I guess. Uh, it was great. If you, well, I'll say this. I started to say that because my mom and dad were both deeply involved in community theater. Seriously, deeply involved. All kinds of plays, performances, uh, producers, directors, backstage stuff. Uh, they they did it all. It made my mom angry <laughs> that there weren't enough roles for old people. The older she got, the more difficult it was to get roles because she was too old. But if you ever have an opportunity to go to uh, a friend who was in the theater's funeral, go. Because unless that person might also be deeply religious or religious, it will be the most fun event you have ever attended, ever. And I say that, uh, I say that, because both my mom and dad's uh, funeral were casual. Mom's was in a church. My dad was in a theater. And when theater people attend a funeral, they get crazy. It was so fun. It was so fun. So go. Go to that funeral, even though you, you're saying, I hate going to funerals, but, uh, you know, my friend uh, blah, was uh, was in the theater, and Hayes told me it could be a potentially the most fun event ever, and uh, it will be. You will enjoy it. You will get home from that event and say, wow, that wasn't a funeral. That was a party. That was a party. And uh, the weather was fabulous, which was interesting because the weather was crappy on Friday. It was fabulous on Saturday, and it was even worse on Sunday, the weather. So it worked out perfectly. Uh, Rick Solom is on his way in. That's awesome. And I'm glad because I have, oh, hey, I have, I have a, well, we'll check in with guys over in the newsroom in a minute. Uh, my cousin, Cindy Cook, is in Paris right now, and I uh, I, tech, I Facebooked her and texted her uh, earlier, and she said absolutely call me. So uh, so we'll do that. We'll take a quick break, check in with the guys in the newsroom. Uh, I know they're ready because I said, can I come over there a couple minutes early? Yep. All right. So we'll do that, and uh, we'll be back. Lacrosse Talk PM live from Paris. In a minute. Oh, there we go. All right, so I'm just sending her a message because, uh, I don't know if her phone pooped out. I just talked with her on Facebook 
literally, what time? At quarter to five. <clears throat> she said, yeah, call me. It's quarter to midnight, but uh, but I'm awake, and I'm going to be awake for a while. I'm standing out here in front of in front of the cathedral. I just heard uh, on uh, the news right before uh, Sean Hannity, uh, his program ended, that uh, there was a report from Paris that said the cathedral will be saved, or save a bull. So, that's good. Weird. Okay, so watch for the uh, watch for the hotline. I gave her the hotline. Said weird. I'm calling you now. So uh, my 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 cousin Cindy uh, Cook <coughs> is in Paris, and I thought, uh, you know, what that be- what better way to get uh, the real update than from uh, talking to somebody who's standing on the sidewalk? That's that. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine. I, and you know, the remodeling. What happened? Uh, you know, a tool, a spark, some paint fumes. It's a big fire and an 800 plus, almost 900 year old church that's mostly made of wood uh, starts to collapse, and uh, it just gets worse and worse and worse. So, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like to play? As the uh, old joke goes, what's on your mind on a Monday? Really? That much? Okay, well, free for all Monday. In case you want to bring something else up, we had uh, a spirited conversation this morning, to say the very least, about uh, soda coupons maybe being banned in California. There is legislation that is being uh, bandied about. I don't know if it's being drafted. I don't know how close it is to becoming law. Maybe it's uh, so, so I'm not sure. But the conversation is that in California, it will be illegal to print and use soda coupons because soda coupons promote obesity and diabetes. Once again, Big Brother deciding that you're too stupid to take care of yourself. So rather than making it illegal, because many of us are smart enough to take care of ourselves, but those of you are who are fat... or diabetic, you're contributing to both by drinking cheap soda. And uh, so in New York, you can't buy a big one. In California, you can't buy a cheap one. And in Wisconsin, we're just having cheese curds and brandy old fashions and living the high life. And aren't you glad you live here in the middle? I'm talking slowly. Oh, well, I don't know if that's her. Let's see if I forgot to turn on the caller ID. So I don't know. I don't know where my my cousin is trying, but I know where she is. We're trying to make that connection. Can't. Is that her? Oh, that's Eric. All right. Well, in the meantime, I will. Uh, I'll do that. We can uh, check in with Eric and maybe my cousins. Uh, okay. I can't. Uh, I keep trying, but I can't get through. Can you call again? Try and give her a call again. She's standing right there on the sidewalk in front of the cathedral in Paris, and we can't make that connection. All right, let's so let's go to the phones. Eric, good afternoon, bud. What's on your mind? Yeah, I'm wondering about these uh, coupons or taxes or whatever. Uh, these do-gooders who decide everybody needs to do everything, what they decide they want to do, and raise your taxes. In the meantime, 
The point is this. When was political correctness stopped? When did let people live their lives the way they want to live them? And stop telling me what I can do and what I can't do. All right. Hey, thanks. The trouble is, and I hope you don't, uh, you know, had, uh, don't, don't blow an artery there, buddy. I would hate to miss you on, uh, to lose you on this program, but I can tell you that political correctness is never going to stop. Big Brother uh, telling you how to live your life better because you're too ignorant to do it yourself is never going to stop because there are political, uh, there's uh, political parties out there that are concerned that they really need to take over a lot of your life so that they can tell you how to lead a really good life. We're going to help you understand what to eat and what not to eat. We're going to help you understand where to go. We're going to help you get health care. We're going to tell you what kind of health care. In fact, we're going to make you choosing your health care illegal. Vote for us, because the Green New Deal is all about us taking care of you. One great big party for everybody. And everybody is mandated to participate. It would be illegal to do other than what we say, we the government. You know, just like what did I uh, read yesterday and then here this morning, 13 European countries that adopted many of those uh, policies, and all but three of them have given that up because their economy was crumbling. Because the government cannot collect enough money from rich people to help support free stuff for everybody. And just like, uh, I don't know, who was it, Winston Churchill or Mark Twain or somebody who said, the trouble with socialism is pretty soon you run out of other people's money to afford all of this. They will no longer have the opportunity to, uh, to, to collect cash from rich people and give it to poor people. When I was standing in front of the cathedral, there were so many people sending messages that mine kept being returned. Oh, maybe that's, maybe that's the trouble. That cell signals uh, in Paris are so jammed that uh, we can't get through. Well, we'll keep trying anyway. <laughs> My cousin's trying. I can tell you what she says. What do you see, Cindy? Cindy said to tell everybody, yeah, that's... Uh, that's not really compelling radio, is it? Not, not much. <laughs> I, you know, get back to uh, coupons and obesity and diabetes. That's our people poll conversation for tomorrow. Yeah, Cindy's trying to call from Paris, but it's not going through for some reason. Darn it. I was, I was thinking that maybe it was a country thing. Like, you can't just call. you got to dial a special code to get out of the country. I don't Oh well, I, you, you know, like in some countries, I think you do. But uh, she talked with my sister who lives in Michigan, and that's this country. Uh, she talked with her earlier. When I talked to uh, Dr. Joe Heim, some of the times I spoke with him last week, he was in Bulgaria. That's where I got. Did I share those with everybody? He sent me photographs of bike paths, because in Bulgaria, bicycles carry a great deal more weight than automobiles, to the point where in Bulgaria, if you ride a bike, you are a privileged citizen. You have special travel lanes, 
along the highway, which are better cared for with regard to potholes and so forth. There are left and right bike lanes for traveling north and south. Well, you know, you know what the big issue lanes. you know and stoplights. You know what the bike issue is over there. Fix the bike lanes. <laughs> Fix the bike lanes. They look pretty good from the uh, the photographs that Joe sent me from Bulgaria. Those bike lanes look good, and they are protected, separated from uh, vehicle traffic by large concrete. You know the kind of things that you would think were being installed in front of government buildings. Uh, after 9-11, so that uh, nobody would try and drive a truck bomb into a building and blow it up. All along the road are those concrete, the little concrete studs, barriers, that cars can't drive through in case you're angry that the bike guys are going faster in traffic than the cars and trucks are. Because in Bulgaria, anyway, if you're a bike rider, you are top-shelf VIP. Well, those would make sense, I mean, to have. I mean, if you, as long as you can weave through them to parallel park, right? Like, that might be parallel park. No, they're pretty close. There's bicycles, I'll, I'll see if I can dig it up and, and send it to you. Well, because over here we want we want bike lanes, but we also want to be able to park the cars on the, on the side of the bike lane, and then the other side is the car, you know, the vehicle lane, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So Yeah. Um, well, because we also have three good months of biking weather. So. I have no idea what kind of weather they have in Bulgaria. Does it snow in Bulgaria? <laughs> and they have way more than that. I know. I understand, and I will never argue that uh, that winter is not good biking weather. But there are guys that ride their bikes past this radio station every morning, uh, all the time, unless the snow is deep and horrible. I see bike riders going to work. Every, in fact, I know a guy who's a bike rider. He rides his bike down to the bus garage and then drives a bus, for, uh, the MTU bus. I'm just, I'm just going quick. First link I got, Google search. So January, 37 degree average. Yeah. February, 39, 45, 54. And then, you know, December, 41 degree average, November, 50. So a little bit warmer here. It gets almost to freezing, but never, the average is never freezing. All right, so never below zero and so forth. So it's a little warmer there in Bulgaria than it is here. So you could bike easily all year round there. I mean, sure. if it's 40 degrees, oh, that's that's awesome biking weather here. I was just going right to say, that's great weather. We're shorts weather. Here yeah, heck yeah. That's, that's go to the Packers in a T-shirt weather. Uh, what's the latest from Cindy? I keep calling, but it's not going through. Call my number direct. You don't need the international 011 code. So we'll keep trying. To get a hold of my cousin, who is in Paris, on the sidewalk in front of the cathedral, watching the 400-plus firefighters try to put out that fire. Whew, man. All right, a little business. Lacrosse Talk PM, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, and online, WIZMnews.com. All right, so we have uh, stopped. Try, well, we'll try, try one more time in a couple of minutes. Just, uh, my uh, my, uh, my uh, cousin Cindy is in Paris, France, and I thought it would be fun to get an update from her from the sidewalk in front of the cathedral, or at least as close as pedestrians are allowed to get, which looks like it's a few 
blocks away, she sent some photographs, which uh, Rick is going to share, and a couple of so and a couple of uh, little videos. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, thanks, LG. It was Margaret Thatcher. I knew it was somebody important, but I couldn't remember for sure. So my fallback guys for important words that uh, you want to repeat are Winston Churchill, Mark Twain, and uh, and Benjamin Franklin. Those are the three guys that have said most of the stuff that gets repeated all the time that makes you laugh. And uh, in, every once in a while, somebody else says something, and in, uh, in this case, Margaret Thatcher said, trouble with socialism is you run out of other people's money. Sooner or later, you run out of other people's money. And that would definitely uh, be the case in those countries who, and even in the states, in the United States, New York is running out of residents, rich residents, who don't want to be taxed. I'm, and that just seems to me to be the most logical thing in the universe. What is it about people who believe that those rich people are going to accept our tax and pay our tax because they know they are evil and don't deserve the money that they have earned? Unless they earned it illegally, they earn it. They I mean, pay the legal tax, and you say, well, we're going to tax you more. And they say, guess what? We're going to move to New Hampshire well, or those, Florida or Texas. Those people don't even really need to move, right? They just, I'm just going to buy a house in Florida where there's no income tax and then right. say well, I live yeah, there. No, no, you can't say that. You uh, can't? No, no, you've got to prove it. And believe me, the IRS is uh, in your shorts deep. Uh, to make sure that you did live six months ago. A lot of those people probably want to live in New York City to be people that live in New York City. But other than that, what's New York have that, you know, like is so great, aside from any other state? I mean, California has sunny beaches, right? And like the sun. No, and, I wouldn't and, live in California. If I was a bajillionaire, I wouldn't live in California. Nutballs run that, con- that, that country, that state. But people are the crazy. weather is nice. And there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of great places in this country with super weather. Okay. We're in the beach? And the beach. Where, are you, where, where are you going to live? Uh, uh, New Mexico. New Mexico. Okay. There's lots of water in New Mexico. They don't have an ocean, and I don't care about salt. No, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, no, no, I don't care about ocean. Well, that's what I mean. You don't, but like I think a lot of people want to live on the ocean. That's I the, think that's people want to live on the beach. New York, you can't. There's what, What's in New York? I mean, you live... Pollution. You know. You can't buy a big soda. And it's not sunny out all day. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the weather isn't nice every day of the year. So, but California has that. So. Not every day. No, California has uh, has torrential rain. They have fires. They have mudslides. They have traffic. You can't get anywhere. My sister used to live. But there. I'm flying my helicopter everywhere because I'm a rich. Oh, you're. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Except that you'll get tired of doing that when you were thinking that you'd be wealthy. And uh, you'd have uh, retirement for yourself and your family and your friends. And you have to... It'll never run out. No, but they don't want to take the chance. I'm not going to stay here in California and just let you tax me to death. Because then when I die, you're going to take a gigantic chunk of my money because you deserve it. And my kids don't deserve it. So I'm going to move to a state where the money I've made legally... I get to do with whatever I want with. I'm tired of giving it to New York City, New York State, the property taxes, the rest of that. When Limbaugh lived in New York, when he first started his national program, he lived in New York City and moved to Florida because he couldn't afford to live in New York. All the taxes. And the IRS was at his house 
almost every day, making sure when they knocked on the door, he answered. Hey, you said you were living here. Let's see you. Yep, that's you. Okay, see you tomorrow. That was, that was crazy for a while. I felt badly. And I don't understand why the government and some politicians believe that they can tax people and those individuals and those corporations won't do whatever they can in corporations' case to protect their stockholders. I know that many of you are very unhappy with, with the fossil fuels, but I'll bet that many of you have fossil fuel corporations in your tax portfolio. Part of your retirement may be ExxonMobil or related uh, 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 companies, unless you are a greenie and have told your investment people to stay away from fossil fuel companies, so you don't have any natural gas stock, which is unfortunate because we, we continue to see reports and stories about natural gas still being overall the cheapest and cleanest energy available on the planet. Way cheaper than solar, for instance, because the, the cost of creating the solar panel and the pollution that is created while building the solar panels and likewise at the end of that panel's life and so forth. Uh, I, I don't understand all of the science. I just read you know, every few paragraphs of a couple of stories. And people just want, they just want renewable energy, period. And I get that. I totally understand that. Your desire to do that. But please don't force everybody on the planet to live the way you do. You don't want anybody to eat steak or a hamburger either. And there are a lot more people than you that will have a problem with that. And you know that the Green New Deal, in part, is food control. Because there are way too many animals on this planet who pollute after they eat. And that has to be controlled. And if you think I'm kidding, you need to do a deeper dive in the next time you're on the computer with nothing to do. So, uh, it, the video is up. Oh, it is? On our Facebook page. On the Facebook page. All right, cool. Thanks. Uh, is, is that the re Are you asking me, Joe, or are you telling me? I don't know. That, uh, that because Dahl, Dahl Ford or Dahl Automotive just acquired Honda and they are moving that dealership to Alaska because of cheaper taxes. Yeah, I don't know. Dahl already has a lot of business in La Crosse. They already have some business in La Crosse, in Onalaska as well. I'm sure it was a business decision. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that taxes have something to do with it. Uh, I mean, it's right on a highway, <laughs> you know, when you're... I have, right, you know, right I have no idea why Dahl is moving the Honda dealership. Frankly, reading Joe's comment is the first time I've uh, I've heard that. So they are, and, and you know that's because the taxes are cheaper. I guess I don't know. Uh, Tom P. I, I something interesting, Tom. And I was asking Mark. I'll ask you too because he didn't understand. Uh, can are you have the text line up? Yeah. You see Tom P.'s text. Every time Tom sends something, the last two words of his text, yeah, no matter what it is, he has like a what his, is Perkins' photo? So you know, you send an email, you have like a tag at the bottom of your email. Maybe you have it for every email you send at work. It might say Mike Hayes, Wisdom, 
201 oh. State Street. You know okay, what I mean? Sure. Like a state I don't at the have bottom. that, but my sister does. Yeah. I, I get I mean, those lots. I think he has that on his email, only we don't get what it is we because our email text line is is you know going oh, through the computer so whatever guessing this morning that so he's Tom sends a photo yeah if he sends well if he sent that directly to your phone you would probably get like a little like a logo at uh, the end of his text because it's not no. a smartphone yeah, right. a, regular, yeah. a real person's phone maybe yeah taxing your way to prosperity is like lifting a bucket while standing in it yeah there you go Winston Churchill Perkins photo I don't get the Perkins photo part Tom P but you're absolutely correct. You can't tax your way into prosperity. You can't. I, I, why is it that people think you can? Because they're unhappy that somebody else has more than them. You know, it's really interesting. Ocasio-Cortez, who was a bartender before her rise to fame, was champion of the poor uh, of, and still is. Do you know where she lives now, by the way? In one of the wealthiest communities in the state, she was angry that she couldn't start collecting her salary immediately after she won election because I need a place to live. As soon as she started collecting her salary, she moved into a condo or apartment. She didn't buy a house, but she has a, a living quarters in one of the highest taxed, uh, the highest property tax uh, neighborhoods in the area, in the community. Pretty interesting for a person who's all about... So we need to champion of the poor. We need to pay Congress less. Is that well, what you're well, saying? Well, you need to shut up about hey, you rich guy, you live too high on the hog. Not only you have too many hogs, but you're too rich. Wait a minute. Oh, you, where do you live? Oh man, we're neighbors. I live right next door to you. Huh? Okay. Um, never mind. Ne never mind. That's just me talking. Cross Talk BM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, online at WIZMnews.com. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Uh, I learned it from you most of the time. Uh, not all of it, but uh, certainly you, uh, you have hammered home some of the things my dad taught me about you and your money. For all those people worried about those living high on the hog, just remember, all around the pig's all around the pig's butt is pork. That isn't, I mean, it's not even dirty. I don't get it. Do you get that? Mm. Joe, most of the time you have really interesting posts. I don't get that. If you're living high on the hog, just remember, all around the pig's butt is pork. Uh, okay, so I don't know what that means. Uh, does that mean it's okay to tax rich people? Because they'll just take it? Before, before we even go there, what does living high on the hog mean anyway? Uh, I don't know where that started, <laughs> but I know what it means. It means living you're, you're wealthy. You're living high on the hog. What is, you are a wealthy person. I'm living no. on a pig? No. Don't, don't be analyzing it. No. We're, that's, well, if we're going to analyze his phrase, let's start at the beginning. High yeah, on the hog. I don't know. <laughs> I cannot answer. That's, that, then we're, that's where we're at. You know who's going to know this? Number three is going to know what I Maybe. Hog. He might know that. Let's, let's go to the phone. Hey, number three. You know, where did, like a, where did like living high on the hog come from, buddy? Chicken in every pot. Yeah, well, and I know where that started, uh, chicken in every pot. Where did living high on the hog start? You're old. Where did it I don't know. I've heard it for years. Yeah, me too. Well, you know, Ricky yeah. wants to know who said it first. Oh, yeah. Anyway, 
I just heard Rick talking about the city fathers want to raise my water bill 20%. Yeah. Yep, I heard that. Okay. Well, now, the thing is, I just got my water bill. In the CIS, I used water usage was $24. Now, if they're just going to charge me 20, 20% on the $24, I can live with that, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. But the thing is... All the other stuff they got, like fixed water and sewage and this and that, there's $89 besides that on my water bill. Take the 24 and add 89, so I come up with 113. Now, are they going to charge me 20% on the 113 or on the water I use? Have I, you any idea? I do not have any idea, but uh, you just mentioned, but maybe my water bill is different. Uh, because my water bill says you use approximately this many. They 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 judge it every occasionally. They read the meter and give me yeah. a bill for the specific amount of water that I use. Yeah, they just drive by and shoot your house with their little gun and they right, tell you right. I don't know well, how much water. And sometimes they don't even do that. Sometimes it's just yeah. an estimated bill. But, and every but once in a while that. they hit you with the real well, bill. Now wait a minute, it's my turn. And He's so. Mad. Uh, you're at, you're, you mentioned a whole bunch of stuff. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I, pay, I, pay, I pay like a fixed water rate, uh-huh. fire, uh, sewer usage, sewer fix, store, storm water. I mean, they charge me for watering my yard for what runs on the sidewalk. You uh-huh. know, that's 90 bucks I'm paying besides the water. So it's just another reason why people aren't building in La Crosse. The taxes keep getting at you, Mike. Well, it's... I live in Onalaska, and the water bill went up there last year. Okay. So if you move to Onalaska, get ready to pay higher water bills up there too, bud. No place. You can't move anywhere where they say, come move here. Our prices are going down. Everything is cheaper. Well, everything is cheaper every year here than everywhere else. We're the city of whatever, and water is now cheaper, and so are property taxes, and so are everything. We're selling all the parks, and we're building condos, and so we got we got high on the hog, right? You fully understand it now because we got all these definitions. High on the hog, and then the, the second part of it is living close to the hog's butt or something. Yeah, like that. I don't get that one. So, uh, so Greg on three knows what high on the hog is. Right. The Main Street guy on two knows what hog living close to the hog's butt or whatever whatever the second part of that phrase is. So you decide who you want to go to here. Well, okay. Uh, well, and right there, anonym, anonymous uh, uh, texter Al sent, it means you can afford the best cuts of pork which are higher on the hog. Get it? The higher you go, you know, from the feet is cheap. The higher you go up from the feet, the more expensive the cut of pork is, and that's where uh, you can uh, live better. All right, let's let's talk to Main Street guy. Hey, hey, Main Street, thanks for uh, calling. What can you help us with this afternoon? Okay, I can help you with two things. The first thing about the water... We got our first big jump, and I don't think you see this in Alaska. I don't think you get charged, <laughs> at least not yet, um, when they did the stormwater treatment oh, right. facility. So we got the big jump in the water bill. Our water was pretty affordable, and then we had a big jump. And I will bet you that this next jump has to do with maintaining that facility, or it's got to be bigger, or this and that. But that it probably has to do with stormwater treatment, that, okay. my guess. All right, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. The other other thing is I would like to take a philosophical approach with the porks, with the uh, pig's butt. Oh, okay. The pig, the pig, since the socialist movement came around, 
you know, in this country, the pig has come to re- uh, represent the capitalist, the rich man. You know, when Rick talked about the people flying around in helicopters, and yeah. you know, he sounded so upset about it. Yeah, he's There's just pig, jealous. Right? I like he's, to think he's jealous. That he loves talking about, about how poor he is, and then he's mad that everybody else has stuff that he doesn't. Why wouldn't I be jealous of someone that right. gets the helicopter around? Right. Well, awesome. taking their money so that, what, you can have a helicopter too? Or you'll just say, hey, that's good. Now he can't afford a helicopter, and that's good. I'm saying they're, they're going to stay See, I don't home. think Rick minds. I don't think Rick minds being poor as long as his parents come over and do his chores for him. Yeah. As long as they keep doing that, he's okay. He just doesn't want anybody else to be richer than him. Yeah, yeah. See, That's his problem. He's living on his own because his parents kicked him out. They were tired of listening to his blah, blah, blah. Main Street, i got to go. Thanks very much. All right, business. We'll be right back. Lacrosse Talk BM, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM online at WIZFnews.com. Well, this program went in a bunch of different directions in a hurry, didn't it? We were not, is it? Oh, it was supposed to be like that? Oh, and then it was perfect. It was a great show. <laughs> I got kudos from one of my favorite guys. I got kudos because somehow I talked, I, I must have had some kind of artificial influence and got Main Street guy to call. Everybody misses you, Main Street. I he called last week. I got you. Oh, you stopped tooting your own horn. He called last week. On, well, but he called on Monday. He probably thought it was me. <laughs> He probably thought it was me. And we found out all about High on the Hog. What are we going to do next Monday? I don't know. Join me tomorrow.